what's up y'all it is probably the arguably the biggest weekend in f1 because it is the crown jewel of the circuit that may get removed it is monaco but i don't even want to start off with monaco a lot of news has came out about mercedes development and where they are so i kind of want to get your thoughts as a diehard mercedes fan kurt a they actually have a car that can be developed and you can actually do a race setup how do you feel I feel good. I'm still a little bit, um, still a little bit, you know, quiet. Uh, I saw the improvements. Toto Wolf also said that Lewis had enough pace last race that if he didn't have the in- incident with Mag, he would have won the race or be in the battle to win the race. Mm-hmm. And um, everything I've read this week, Car is um, they they're they're feeling pretty comfortable and confident that they can unlock the potential now. Yeah. So a couple things. They say the raw pace, they're about a tenth behind Ferrari and about three tenths behind Red Bull, which is a lot better than last week. I mean, the week before, the weeks before. So great yeah, signs well, for Mercedes. Over a second. Over a second, or probably about 0.7 per lap, like when you talk about raw pace. But it was interesting to hear how George's car was better for qualifying, while um, Lewis's car had better race pace. I don't know if you heard that, but it was interesting to hear how like that's why Lewis had such a better pace on the on the week uh, on Sunday rather than Saturday. So interesting to see what they'll do. But what the real conversation I want to get into you was I was thinking about this. Lewis Hamilton has had a great car for years, right? Right, just right or wrong. Not, yeah. No excuses for Lewis. He's also had a car he can trust that he knows how it responds, right? Yeah. So this is a learning curve for him. So is the reason why George Russell has been beating him because George has drive, drove a shitty Williams that doesn't respond well and he just knows how to manage a bad car. And now once they get a good car, George won't be in Lewis's class. That's a great question for you. I think that's, again, just pure speculation, right? Could it be the case? Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, we're not in the garage. We don't have the data. We don't understand what the teams and drivers are taking into consideration. I think your point is valid in the fact that Lewis is almost being conditioned to having a great car every single year. And now he's in this, in this situation where he has to go back to really developing the car. It's more of an adjustment from whereas George has come in with that kind of upper hand. Yeah, I, I think more of where I'm going with is like, I think Lewis is going to be a lot better once... He, he understands the, like, he can trust the car, if that makes sense. Like, George is used to having a car that he doesn't really trust, if that makes sense. So, I really think we may see the difference between Lewis Hamilton and George Russell moving forward. Like, that's just my opinion. I could be wrong on it. But either the race pace of the car that they had set up this last weekend was really that much of a difference. Or Lewis is really showing that, hey, when I have a car I can trust, I'm the best driver in the world. Like that, that's kind of where my head's at right now, just kind of hearing everything yeah. around it. But neither here nor there, here or there, whatever the saying is, just wanted to get your thoughts on that quickly. I know you're excited for this weekend to see what uh, Mercedes comes up with now because they Listen, can actually. This is, um, this is the crown jewel in F1. We've talked about the fact that there's a lot of controversy on whether this track stays. Um, but the more you read and the more you listen, everyone in F1 wants this track. It is the crown jewel. The drivers also talk about the fact that it's the track that you watch growing up, you idolize your legends race there. And then there's a level of respect that you have to have because it is the hardest track mentally on the calendar. Yeah, I thought, so 
I agree with you with a lot of what you said. I thought driver said Jeddah is the hardest track now. Like they found that the most exhausting track to drive onto. Remember, I said mentally. Mentally, okay. There's a, I've listened to a few drivers and they said that um, there's tracks that are more physically and mentally demanding, but there's not a single track on the calendar that is mentally more demanding. They said like it takes days to recover like because your mental is just, you're exhausted. Yeah, I mean, listen, I hate driving on Monaco in, in a video game, so I can't imagine real life, especially when there's real stakes on the line. So let's talk about and Monaco. And the cars have to be adjusted. Like, you got to lift the car. You got to add more downforce. It's got, you need more steering because it's got the tightest or slowest corner in F1. Like, it's not a regular race. It's got the slowest track in general in F1. It's just, you know what? If you're not into the technical side of F1, it's definitely going to be a snooze fest for a lot of fans that just, want to see racing and wheel to wheel racing but it's interesting to see what will happen it's a great qualifying lap as always like it's going to be an amazing saturday we'll see what sunday looks like but what are your kind of early predictions are you favoring ferrari red bull or mercedes um obviously you know, i i think i think that ferrari is going to have the advantage on this track and it's also this is charles home track like he needs to win he needs to start in pole um but there's also a lot of pressure and we've seen all like if you're into F1, you realize like one millimeter mistake and you're clipping the side of the, the guardrail. Like it's, I'm be honest, it's crazy. Though, Charles seems like he's jinxed there, bro. I don't I don't know, man. Like I want to pick Charles because, you know, it's his home track. Ferrari's clearly better in this type of circuit. We see they're better at low and mid speed corners, which this track is all about. And but I just can't go behind Charles yet because he's cursed at Monaco, especially crashing Nicky Lauda's car, which wasn't his fault. I hate how the media perceives it like, oh, he crashes Nicky Lauda's car. Like the brakes gave out. What do you expect in a 40 year old car, a 35 year old car? Right. But I don't know, man. I'm nervous for Charles. I'm very nervous for him. I am, too, because I feel like he's got the most amount of pressure. And um, last year, obviously, uh, really, it was just his you know, bad luck he wasn't able to start the race, but it was because of the crash from the day before, right? Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I think that, um, I don't think Mercedes is going to do, I don't know if they can win this track because the Ferraris are suited better for qualifying. Yeah, I also don't think this is a Mercedes track in terms of their, their race In general, like it hasn't been. Yeah, and, and, and typically, you know, the Mercedes car is always better in race pace this year. It's not about um, for Mercedes qualifying. They've typically been really good at on race day with their tire management and their overall race pace. But this track's all about qualifying, right? Like nobody would ever, ever say that Monaco is not about the qualifying. If you start on pole, you should win, barring anything crazy. Agreed. Yeah, like, I, I, like I've looked. It is so hard, man. Like you just don't see overtakes. This is a such a technical track. The only time you see overtakes is because someone crashed or yeah. had an issue in the pits. There's like small spots, but really difficult. Cars are bigger. Cars are longer. Like back compared to like 1995. So really difficult to overtake on this circuit. I wonder, but this is like a big race. Like just not for um, Charles, but this is a big race for Carlos, obviously, with everything going on with his kind of psyche, which people are reporting about. But Ferrari, because you're now behind Red Bull. Like the pressure's on you now. Like this kind of feels like last year where Red Bull was, you know, look good, but Mercedes still looked a little better last year. But, you know, Ferrari kind of had the same start. And then Red Bull just kind of takes over from here. So I'm interested to see if, you know, the next six races, Red Bull looks like the clear cut favorite like they did last year. 
it's all like it, I also I like how Charles has been very like you know respectful of Max, but like I've had enough. Stop being nice. Why do you stop want to, being like oh you know <laughs> like I just. In order to win, you have to be a dog, man, like a killer. Like, I, I don't know. I'm starting to think, like, does Charles not have that in him? Like, think about Kobe. Think about MJ. You know, like, if you want to be the best, you got to have that instinct. He's always like, oh, yeah, la-di-da. It's like, nah, bro. Yeah. It's time to win. No, I get where you're coming from, right? I'm not mad at where you're coming from, but I think it's just because they race each against each other in junior circuits, right? So... When you're racing each against each other in junior circuits, there may be a level of respect. So, like, when George and Lando, if George and Lando go at it for the next five years, let's say, theoretically, I think there'd always be a mutual respect there. Because it's like, Nico and, and Lewis were in-house. That's why they had beef, right? Because it's like, well, you guys favored Lewis. You guys favored Nico. Well, you should respect me because I'm your teammate. But I don't know. It's also different, too, because we're thinking of an old era, right? New era, because guys grow up together and they're all friends together. But... I don't know. I feel like in F1, guys always grew up together. So I don't know. But I know what you're saying. I just don't see Charles being mean. Like, that's just not so Charles. So that's my point is like, Ferrari, I don't, I, I'm starting to think like, Ferrari may not have it anymore, bro. Like, as far as the, they've got an incredible car. They developed this amazing machine. But I just, I'm starting to think like the team, Bonato, and Bonato is, I'm not going to discredit like, Guys being there, he worked his way up. I love it, but they may not have what it takes to win, bro. Hang on, let, let, let's dive into that. Lewis is Mr. Nice Guy on the track. Just yeah, saying, you know, Lewis is, is is quick to quick to in in the moment. You'll hear his emotion. You will, but let me ask you this: Where like, have you- I, I, all I ever hear from Ferrari is like they win a race, good job, Charles. In the race, mold push. It's like <laughs> it's just. I, honestly, as a team, it's just a personal thing. I don't, I'm like, they're so okay. like monotone, fam. I got to ask you though. I got to ask you. I understand your beef. I'm not mad at it. Before, before we write off Charles being a mean person or whatever it is. He did battle Seb in a car. No remorse in 2019, right? Yeah, so I'm going to give credit there. And where this year has he had to get frustrated with Max Verstappen? They've been pretty clean together. It has been very yeah, clean between the yeah, two. Yeah, no. There's, it's just like the races that he has not won or the rate with the DNF. It's like, I get it. He's taking the high road. He's been super professional. We got to look at the positives. Yeah. But man, like Red Bull has come up hard. And if you, if, if you're a Ferrari, not only do you have to be worried about Red Bull, now you got to be worried about Mercedes. Like they were the clear favorite starting the year. Imagine they come third in the constructors. So I wouldn't say a clear favorite, but I get what you're saying. But like, you want it to be more like Max? I think the Lewis slash George model is better than the Max Verstappen model where you just complain about everything and you just look like you're whining. It's just, I haven't yet seen like, it's almost like they're so nonchalant that they're not worried at all. Maybe that's the strategy they're playing into. But if I were them, I would be worried. Okay, so... We can dive on to the next topic because I don't want this to be a pure Ferrari pod. But why are they worried? They sh- Charles showed he was in a class of his own last race until his engine died. Like you said, they're now behind. I know, but but the thing is, is like I wouldn't be worried because they still haven't shown. And let's be real, like Red Bull isn't slowing down either. So it's like but, you but guys had this great lead. You also had the benefit of Red Bull's reliability, and now it's like you guys are behind. 
I just feel like yeah. there's a lack of urgency. There's a couple things. I, so I think I think where you're coming from is justified, but obviously Carlos Sainz has been a disaster. We know that. Carlos of course, Sainz Carlos has been, but remember, like I started this whole point, it's like, it's the team right now. Like but I didn't say out. it's one or the other, but, hear me but out. as a team, I just feel like they are lacking urgency. But hear me out. Red Bull's put upgrades in the car. We know that. Ferrari, this is their first upgrade. And when they put in their first upgrade, Barcelona didn't even look close. So that's why I don't think they're worried. If they lose this race, yeah, like, that, I'm I think not they would writing be it off, but I am going to say this. Based on how the preseason testing went, based on how the races started, if they end up finishing this year third behind Red Bull and Mercedes or Mercedes and Red Bull, that would be crazy. No one would have ever said that would happen. I'm just saying it's a possibility. It is. Like, in any world, it is a possibility. I think there's maybe a 10% or 20% chance they do. I mean, listen, they have Carlos Sainz on their team. He's getting- Carlos Sainz is going to finish 6th or 7th in the championship. 6th. There's no way he finishes 7th. If he finishes 7th, we have the, we're going to have a... There's going to be problems. It's going to be problems with Carlos Sainz. You can't finish 7th in the best car or the second best car. There's just no way. But enough about Ferrari. Let's talk about Monaco. So... We obviously know there's a lot of history at Monaco. Danny Rick, 2018, jumping in the pool. You know, Bro, Lewis Hamilton winning forever. Like the the parties, the events. Like you know, a, a, how many of the drivers live in Monaco? Obviously, Lewis, Charles, Max. Like you got to man. You got to tax Bro, free like, baby. It tax is, free. It is also. It is like it's the heartbeat of Formula One. So as much as yeah, it may not make sense to be on the calendar and there's all this controversy around it. It's the heartbeat of F1 and I don't it see is. it going away. It is. So th- let's throw this out there. You think, yes or no, Charles makes history and wins for Monaco. New history is made. I'm going with it. And if, if Charles disappoints me, I, I'm, it's going to be hard for me to ever, ever get back onto the Charles wagon. But I'm, I'm going with the fact that he there eventually something has to go your way. He's had uh, some bad luck. Like he's going to win. Yeah. The only thing is this, this has nothing to do with jumping on the Charles wagon on or off. This is one race, but I don't see it, bro. I'm sorry. Max Verstappen's the best driver in the world in terms of like it in the top two teams. I mean, listen, you could argue he's better driver than Lewis right now. Who knows? Bro, but it, he's, I, he's, I can see, I can see Max crashing either in quality or on the race, bro. No, nah, man, it's not happening, bro. Max, Max, Max Verstappen is the best technical driver in the world, I think. Qualifying, best qualifying driver in the world, too, I think. But I do say, what I do think is that you have a great point. Charles Luck's got to turn out one point, but he hasn't had that bad luck to begin with this season. I think he's had a couple yeah, things. Yeah, well, you but- know, I, I think I'm not talking about this. I'm talking Monaco specifically. He's had... For someone whose home track is Monaco, it's, you know, he should know the track better than anyone. He's just had bad luck there from last year to recently with uh, the old car. Like, I just feel like something has to go his way. And you know what's crazy, too, about, like, Monaco specifically? It's a whole country that has a lot of, I guess, a lot of its uh, reputation on this F1 race. Like they go oh, the hand whole in country's hand. lineage. It's it's lin- the Monaco lineage is tied into Formula One, and it's crazy how it's just like Monaco is hand in hand with Formula One. It's not like you know, there's cool, there's Silverstone, there's Monza. You know, there's a couple, there's a cool event every single year. This is like Monaco is a feels like it's kind of like a home, right? 
of F1 and vice versa, right? So Bro, it's going to be interesting. You got to think about this. Monaco is a country, fam. It's it a is. country. It, it is. is. But it is just that little city, but it's a country. For sure. Like it's so in France. We won't hold that everybody it's a country. too much longer. It, it's, it's just, I think it's crazy. For sure, for sure. I, I won't hold you too much longer because I know that you're, you're a little busy. Obviously, we're going to dive into the races as they happen, but uh, sorry, the race weekend as it happens. I want to I want to throw a couple people out to you and I want you to tell me what the weekend looks like. And then we can kind of give our our, um, our predictions for qualifying. Valtteri Bottas, great qualifying or no? Well, you see Valtteri coming out talking shit about how their car is favored on slow corners and they're one of the fastest in slow corners. So... Valtteri, I'm going to tell, tell you right now, he's going to struggle in qualifying because he's been talking that smack. <laughs> wow. I actually think, I think this is perfect for Valtteri. I think he, this might be his best performance of the year because obviously what you said. And Valtteri is a great qualifier. And this race is all about qualifying well. So I think this may be one of I his best I just feel circuits. like Valtteri never talks shit. So I'm like, why, why, is he, why is he setting himself up like this? Hey, man, he's that confident. Um, K-Meg and Haas. I think Haas is going to really struggle this weekend. I'm kind of along the same lines. I don't see a great weekend from Haas. I think they're going to struggle. Um, I just think like Mick especially, he's going to struggle on this track. And um, I also just think like Haas might just not have, the car just might not have the pace for this setup. Yeah, I, I, just, I just think Haas struggles on this track. I think. Um, I don't think Mick's going to have a great race, and I just have a feeling K-Mag's going to pull out a dud. You did talk about race pace. This is a good qualifying track, obviously, so maybe they qualify better this weekend. I think that... That's um, the main, it's the main event is quality, bro. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Alpine, and not specifically Alpine, but will they actually put together a good weekend from A to Z? Like, they've had bad qualifyings or bad race days. It's never gone good on both sides. Will they go well on both sides this weekend? Alpine are going to be the team to watch in the mid-pack. Like, obviously, Alonzo, Vett, Ocon has showed us that he belongs and is deserving of a seat. And, um, you know, the way they finished last weekend was strong. Like you said, they've never been able to stack days consecutively. So let this be the first weekend where they stack days. I hope so. I think that this will be a good weekend for Alpine. That, that's the kind of where I'm at. I'm hoping that they can put it together from Friday to Sunday. Like, there's no excuse for you to keep having one terrible day, one great day. It's just, you guys are a great team. You guys have history. You guys obviously made a lot of decisions, bringing Otmar, getting rid of uh, Alan Pross. So let's put it together. The last team I'm bringing up is Aston Martin. Does their car make some progression this weekend? The Green Bull, which everybody's calling it. The Green Bull. No, they don't. They don't. Well, you have no time for Aston Martin lately, eh? No time for Aston Martin. They are, they are arguably, they're, they're in the Williams bucket. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll end off with our, our predictions for qualifying. Give me your top five. Top five. I'm going to go Charles Leclerc, Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, George Russell, Checo. Wow. The disrespect to Carlos. He finished second last year here, didn't he? Or third. Yeah, I just said he's going to go, what did I say, fifth? Yeah, fifth. Uh, uh, no, you had Checo. <laughs> you didn't put Carlos in the top five. Oh, yeah, five. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, no, no, Carlos is not in the top five. Um, I have Max Verstappen one, Charles Leclerc two, 
Lewis Hamilton, four. Checo, three. And Carlos Sainz, fifth. I, it pains me not to put George in the top five, but nah, George's not making it. Wow. So I got Max, okay. one. Charles, two. Checo, three. Um, Lewis, four. And Carlos Sainz, five. That, that's what I'm rolling with. Whoa. I expect Lewis Hamilton to be vintage Lewis Hamilton. Like, I've been, I've been crying for it. I've been calling for it. I've been begging for it. been angry about it. Lewis, I want to see you back in top tip-top shape, which you did show on Sunday. I also, calling out Lewis right now, too, like we did Alpine. I don't think Lewis has strung together a great full weekend yet, has he? It's been like pieces. No, I mean, definitely not. So I think this is the week where Lewis puts it together from Friday all the way to Sunday. This is the weekend. I'm asking for it. Lewis, give it to us. All right. Well, look, we're going to be, uh, I'm on the road. I got my mic. I'll, I'll be ready to pop on Saturday before I jump on a plane. So let's do it. All right. We'll see you guys on Saturday after qualifying. Peace. All right. Peace.